Hello, dear listeners. As part of the HyperX Podcast Network, we're letting you know that HyperX is turning 20. Old enough to vote, but not quite old enough to drink. Wow. Two whole decades of glowing keyboards that you have to unplug at night so they don't illuminate your whole room while you're trying to sleep. To celebrate their burgeoning adulthood, HyperX is offering a bevy of hot deals on their award-winning gaming gear. We got headsets. We got keyboards. We got blue light blocking eyewear that will maybe shield you from the aurora lights of the keyboards. Head on over to HyperX20.com, that is HyperX20.com, to check out all the birthday deals. We only turn 20 once, so grab the deals while you can, and before we turn 21, and start doing keg stands. Once again, check out the birthday sale over at HyperX20.com. Nineteen, nineteen, nineteen eighty four. Uh, here we are again, back to discuss all of the monsters in this first episode of season three of Discuss All Monsters, aka Shin. Discuss All Monsters. I'm your host Wyatt, and who is here with me today, as always? Magnets. How the fuck do they work? I'm Nikki. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm glad I had a pop punk song from like 2004, and then you had a meme from like 2011. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. And I, and I, know. an ICP fucking <laughs> lyric too. Like, yeah, we both had song lyrics as our uh, intro jokes. What yeah. do you, what do you know? Yeah. Uh, but today we are here to talk about the very first movie in the Heisei Godzilla series. It's so much of the first movie in the Heisei series, it didn't actually come out in the Heisei era, uh, and that is <laughs> The Return of Godzilla, a.k.a. Godzilla 84, uh, a.k.a. Godzilla, yeah. a.k.a. Godzilla is Alive. Oh, that's a pretty good one. Uh, <laughs> a.k.a. Godzilla, The Legend is Reborn. Ah, less good one. Uh, yeah, Godzilla, <laughs> The Return of the Monster. Okay. Uh the Return of Godzilla 1986, God- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Godzilla 1985, right? Yeah. Godzilla Returns and Return of Godzilla. So there's three different years yeah. associated with this movie. There's 84, which is the movie, the year it came out in yeah. Japan. Mm-hmm. And then there's 85, Godzilla 85, that's, that's the year it ours. came out in America. Yeah. Yes. And then The Return of Godzilla 1986 is the Mexican title. Oh. So that's... So it's like, I feel like the it should have come out in eighty or in eighty six in America because King of the Monsters came out in fifty six. Right, so yeah. it would have been a, a clean thirty years. Instead, it was the twenty nine years. Uh, but yeah, we're finally back, back to the big G, uh, back to the lab again. You know, we're here. Yeah, right. We're <laughs> we, the return of Godzilla, the return of Discuss All Monsters. Yeah, we took a detour from. Godzilla for a while, like nine months or whatever. Uh, it's been a while since we've been talking about the G-Man. And uh, we're here again. It's weird to be done with. 
uh, Demolition Diet, because I feel like it was unusually long due to all the fucking technical issues we right, suffered yeah. through whilst it, recording it. Yeah, it feels like we uh, got out of prison. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, like I, I feel like, I feel like I've narrowly escaped, like, uh, I don't know, just, just, uh, like... It feels like we got we got out on good behavior or something. Yeah, We're supposed yeah. to be in there longer, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it it uh, it feels it feels nice. It felt nice to be watching a Godzilla movie again. I will say, like yeah. watching this today, I was like, ah, oh, there's my friend. There, there he, is. he is. Yeah, there he is, my little guy. Ah, uh, but yeah, we're here, finally talking about Return of Godzilla. Last time we were talking about Godzilla, we talked about the excellent terror of mechagodzilla uh a great way to end the first era of godzilla so great that it tanked the series into <laughs> hell for like nine years <laughs> so, <laughs> cool but yes but you know we enjoyed it uh you know maybe we weren't as hot on the first mechagodzilla movie but we really enjoyed that one and now we're here a fresh new start for Godzilla. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like our our opinions are maybe a little bit tainted due to doing the Gamera movies <laughs> because like we had that experience of going through the the Showa movies and then like we watched the Heisei movies and those were fucking amazing. Like all three of them, some of the best movies you've ever seen in your entire life. Oh yeah. Uh, and you know, like just so good. Uh, and then this like why don't we talk about first impressions? Because I feel like I don't think that this is like a bad movie by any stretch, yeah. but it's like very normal. <laughs> like it's <laughs> a very like n- kind of normal movie, yeah, yeah. and like there's something like weird of like it's weird how like normal of a movie this is because it's there is like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I described it to you as, like, weird. It's, like, a weird movie, yeah. but it's only so weird because it's, like... They aren't going know, crazy. Like, they aren't yeah, fucking, it, it, like, knocking shit down, fucking fucking uh-huh. things up and everything. They aren't, like, pissing people off or anything. Like, uh, yeah, my, uh, my, like, really loose, like, hot take on this is that, like, I think it has all the ingredients of a really good fucking Godzilla movie. But there's mm-hmm. something in execution that's just lost, and I think it's script problems. Uh, I think so too. Yeah, because like I didn't yeah. really like feel. I mean, we'll talk about it when we yeah. start talking about the movies. But like the characters didn't feel as strong, uh, and like uh, in a lot of places, it really didn't feel like that much of a leap forward from Terror of Mechagodzilla. Mm-hmm. In yeah. like the they kind of scaled it back because you know i'll get into in the history but like they intentionally scaled the movie back and i think because of that like terramaka godzilla could lean on its trappings as like a campy sci-fi movie you know you have like the mad doctor and like his daughter that he was brought back to life as a robot and and the drama involved there and it's like the final godzilla movie there's this like history to it and like there's like that emotional core with uh titanosaurus the idea of this monster that's like a peaceful monster that's being like mind controlled into doing Mm -hmm. destruction uh and there's like a really solid emotional core there the idea that like these monsters are not inherently evil it's like 
the actions of man which are causing them. And like that's in this movie. Like that is like yeah. kind of the main theme of this movie, but I I really didn't like feel like it was I don't know, it wasn't on display too much and I think it's kind of the performances of like the characters, like the way that the characters presented like it n- nothing really made me buy into it uh as much as it did in the previous movie. Yeah. So, I would say like kind of lukewarm on this movie at the start of this maybe talking about it will kind of like heat the pan up a bit uh because i do think there's a lot to appreciate in this movie yeah uh, i don't think like it's bad but like uh, i think going from like terror mecha godzilla or more recently like with the gamma stuff like going from gamma the brave um, oh, God, trilogy right. to <laughs> this like it's just like those movies are so chock full of like personality even something even gamma 2 uh, is like not super character focused, but it's still an incredibly engaging movie, and like some of the most amazing monster stuff you'll ever see, you know. But that that's kind of unfair because those movies were made like a whole decade. Yeah, they got to learn after got, this movie. Yeah, they got to learn you know? from this. Yeah, this is this is like, in a way, it's kind of like, Common Rider Kuga or something like that, where like they they. Or maybe more appropriately, it's kind of like Star Trek: The Next Generation, where like <laughs> right. they're they're getting back on their feet after having a long hiatus, and like there's a lot of potential there in that first season of TNG, but like it's just not clicking. Riker looks weird because he doesn't have a beard. Uh, you know, fucking <laughs> their suits look strange. Yeah. Uh, fucking. Um, Patrick Stewart hates everybody <laughs> on set. <laughs> he doesn't want to be there. Uh, Gene Roddenberry is like, there can't be any interpersonal conflict at all because this is the future and there's no, we've solved all that. So yeah. there's like no, no room for that. And then like, as soon as he died, the writers are like, all right, fuck that motherfucker. We're having interpersonal conflict. And the show got way better after that. So uh, that's, <laughs> it's kind of like how when Super Aya died, they're like, bring out the fake blood in uh, versus guy again. <laughs> So. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then uh, and then in Ultraman, they were like, uh, "Let's just fucking kill some main characters, actually, in the yeah. middle of the show." <laughs> that's like cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of like you know where I'm at with this movie, where it's like it feels like that awkward first step, except for something like Kuga. It's like, oh, yeah, it's cheap and low budget, and there's a lot of fucking low budget stuff in that show but it feels like it they were so passionate about like making a show that was like an all-timer that they accidentally made the best common writer show possible and then like <laughs> yeah. they just couldn't keep up with it after that whereas yeah. like this like i feel like the, the my greatest compliment to it is that i'm really excited to see how it improves after yeah, this. yeah, yeah. It feels like feel a it... weird, rocky, like, first step. Yeah, for sure. Mm. But maybe we can get some context for that when we talk about the history. Here we are, once again, back into the warm embrace of God, Zilla. And to kick things off, we begin with the year that rhetorical smart guys who don't like wearing masks in public hate the most... 1984. 
After the massive smoldering failure of the actually totally excellent terror of Mechagodzilla, Toho decided to take a bit of a break from the big fella and try to come back stronger than ever. The first attempts began right at the beginning of that economic miracle that we all know and love, but didn't really end up going anywhere. They first attempted a straight-up remake of the original Godzilla in 1977, but mercifully that was never materialized. After this, Toho tried to work together with UPA, a production company with the truly I- the truly excellent idea of Godzilla versus the Devil. Sadly, yes! <laughs> <laughs> fuck, well, damn it! <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> Sadly, even after years and years of Germany insisting that Satan was in the Godzilla movies already, Damn it. Uh, the prophecy was left unfulfilled in Godzilla vs. the Devil, as well as a separate movie called Godzilla vs. Gargantua, which I'm going to assume is some crossover with, like, War of the Gargantuas, yeah. uh, failed to take off. Tomiyuki Tanaka, the original creator of the Big G, wanted to take the series back to its roots of sci-fi horror rather than the campy fantasy that he felt like it became over the course of the 70s. The Three Mile Island accident struck a nerve with the culture within the culture of those who grew up in the aftermath of the war. Three Mile Mile Island incident, for context, is a nuclear accident that happened on an island in Japan. Uh, and, you know, it wasn't, like, a huge disaster, like, the recent, uh, you Fukushima. know, Tohoku earthquake, yeah, yeah. the Fukushima stuff yeah. that happened, but it was, like, enough to, like, put them on edge and make them kind of, especially the older generations, afraid of nuclear disaster once more. Right. Uh, this is the first incident of a nuclear, like, related to nuclear power since the bombs, uh, so Tanaka feared that the younger generations would slowly have forgotten or take for granted how truly horrific nuclear disaster can be. And with the recent boom of more realistic sci-fi horror like Alien, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and The Thing, he decided to take a cue from those films for a reboot that would be a sequel to the original and the original alone. The Cold War had also gotten to a near-apocalyptic level of tension in the decades since the original Godzilla. And that was seen as the perfect backdrop to a movie about a self-inflicted disaster. Tanaka wanted some American filmmakers to take a swing at it, leaning heavily on those genre-defining movies that were mentioned earlier, but the cost would have been prohibitively expensive for a franchise that was currently dead as hell. Uh, Ishiro Honda was contacted, but he declined. At the time, he was helping Akira Kurosawa with a few films. The films were Kagemusha and Ran. Oh, Honda Jesus Christ, believed... masterpieces, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> Honda... <laughs> Honda also believed that the series would just be la- should just have been laid to rest in honor of Tsuburaya's passing. A mm. fact that is kind of funny and also kind of sad, seeing that the series is still going to this day, whether you or I want it to or not. <laughs> Instead, hey, guess what just got announced at the time of recording this? <laughs> Godzilla oh, versus Kong too. <laughs> I, I, I wonder. I wonder what good old Ag would have thought of uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, I bet. I bet he would really enjoy it. I, I think he would think that it was amazing, uh, groundbreaking stuff. So you yeah, know. right. I'm sure he's a big fan of Hollow Earth. So uh, <laughs> and the 2007 Transformers movie. Right. Uh, right. Both of those things. Instead. Who was directing the movie? It was fellow Toho old head Kochi Hashimoto that took the helm. 
Well, he had worked at Toho since King Kong versus Godzilla and helped with some of the best movies you or I or anyone else could have ever seen. He was also only an assistant at that time. Uh, he worked on stuff like Gator the Three-Headed Monster, or War of the Gargantuas, Latitude Zero, you know, just all the hits, all the hits mm. that you that we love. Uh, even, even some of the other movies like Invasion of Astro Monster, which is like, you know... That's a, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> However, he wouldn't have his first shot as a director until he was directing this movie and at the same time directing Sayonara Jupiter because the f- director of that film had passed away tragically on the final year of production. So he was helping finish up that movie at the same time that he was directing this movie. Jesus Christ. So it spread a little bit thin. Uh, Godzilla himself was given a facelift from his last appearance. From Megalon through Terror of Mechagodzilla, Godzilla rocked this cutesy anime look to him. A far cry from the menacing Oni-like glare of the original. They intentionally went back to the original design in a lot of ways, though with a more modern suit-making knowledge as to not trap the new suit actor Kenpachiro Satsuma in a hellish rubber prison of which he knew no escape, like Haro Nakajima. Uh, Godzilla also still had big, expressive eyes, but the more angry and forlorn style to them. They were also some animatronics that were used in the form of a separate 16-foot mechanical rig that they affectionately called a Cybot for <laughs> close-up shots of his face. This allowed them to incorporate even more expressions in the jaws and lips and add more snarling and other such bestial touches really get across the idea that he's an upset animal. Oddly enough, this is the first time since Godzilla raids again that he had ears and four toes. There you go. Oh. The film ended up being, yeah, the film ended up being the most successful Godzilla movie since Ebira Horror of the Deep and was generally held in high regard from contemporarily contemporary Japanese critics. In America, however, the film got raked over the coals, mostly for its localization, but the movie in general was relatively disliked over here. Roger Ebert absolutely sent the film directly to hell in a lengthy scathing review. It currently sits at a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes, but Jesus. you're not here for that mainstream shit. You're here to listen to people who think the worst of the worst is actually the best of the best. We like Super Monster. We thought Mecha Godzilla was only okay. So what <laughs> asinine opinion shall we trot out today? Keep listening, and maybe you'll find out. So, Nikki, why don't you take us away, and we will talk about... The Return of Godzilla. The movie, yeah. Uh, it, it fucking it fucking starts out on a fishing boat. What do you think happens? Yeah, like, of course. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like yeah, you start on a fishing boat. There, uh, there's like a Godzilla happens. There's... Yeah, yeah, Godzilla happens. There's a younger guy. He kind of survives. There's another mm-hmm. younger guy who's like a journalist, and he's kind of like mm-hmm. sailing out there. Uh, I, I think I think now looking back on it. Like, it seemed like at the beginning he was, like, just sailing aimlessly and then heard through the radio that, like, and recognized this boat that was, like, mm-hmm. stranded and stuff. But also, he's a journalist, so wouldn't he have been, like, looking for the boat? Anyway, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, this is kind of weird now that I think about it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so so he finds the boat. 
uh, goes on there. Uh, everybody is dead. Uh, yeah. They all turn into <laughs> mummies. Uh, uh-huh. And, and uh, uh, there's like a <laughs> another weird scene that like uh-huh. uh, just it just happens and stuff is like he fights like a sea louse. Uh, uh-huh. It's like just, just, just he just fights like this... a, a big old bug. Uh, yep, this thing has a name, by the way. This thing oh, has. Thank God, it's been it's been deemed worthy enough to have a name. Mm. Shockerus, Shockerus, Shockerus. Uh, that's good. Yeah, so so, yeah, that's yeah, that's that giant thing. Like, I, it's so weird. I guess it's like cool world building, but it kind of reminds me of like Rodan, yeah. except for like in a smaller. <laughs> just a smaller, more inexplicable segment of the movie. Yeah. Where, like the first half of Rodan is like, there's these fucking bugs and they're like killing people. Right. And all this shit's going on. And then you learn, oh no, those are just like food for a gigantic bird. Uh, and yeah. that, that's the actual issue of the movie. Whereas this yeah. is like only like the first like 10 minutes of the movie have anything to do with these fucking louse. They never show up yeah. ever again. <laughs> I mean, I mean like, like, I guess they kind of set up Godzilla because, like, you know, like, his radiation made stuff grow. But, like, it's not like uh-huh. he walks in later at the end of the movie with, like, an army of them or anything. Yeah, I, like, I was like, thinking like, that was yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Because, like, fucking Cloverfield, that happens in that movie. Mm. Uh, so I was like, oh, did they get that idea from this movie? But no, that doesn't that doesn't no, happen. It's no, not it's a just, huge deal, yeah. but, like... He just made was, one he, grow, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> You mean it's made one. Uh, Well, yeah, it's pretty funny. It's super, it feels like very, like, I don't know, like, TV tokusatsu with, like, the way that the shots are composed with, like, the... Or, like, a a V cinema or something. Yeah, with the... Like a um, J or Zeto mm -hmm. or something, yeah. With with how, like, the shots are composed with, like, the the flea, like, jumping across the room and, like, (laughs) this, this straight, like, wire swing... Uh, yeah. Like it doesn't feel like natural at all, which is fine. Yeah, you know, we're watching Tokusatsu or whatever. Right, but yeah. like, it it's feels like weirdly for. cheap. Yeah, yeah. But yeah it, is, it feels yeah. like weirdly cheap for uh, like a movie. Like Toho yeah. usually has like cutting edge special yeah. effects compared to basically everything else. Like Toho right. and Subaraya are like head and shoulders above what Toho does. Right. Or uh, Toei, what Toei does. Yeah. Uh, so. Like, yeah. it's just weird yeah. to see, like, Godzilla in this state where it's like, oh, they, yeah, the series really is in dire straits. They did not have the money to make, like, this small thing look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, uh, we'll, we'll get to Godzilla later and stuff, but, like, uh, Godzilla looks great and stuff. Like, like pretty much just, like, mm-hmm. the whole rest of this movie looks fantastic, but there are shots of Godzilla that are, like, a little awkward looking. Like, yeah, it's kind of yeah. weird and stuff. I like, think it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I but, think it's a combination of them using two different suits for God or two different like things for Godzilla, the uh-huh. suit and then the Cybot. Right. Uh, and also like, it's just like awkward framing and awkward. Like, yeah. Like, like yeah, he, he, he has a good side in this movie. And so like, they yeah. got to get his good side in some of the yeah. shots. And then sometimes they don't get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really strange. Uh, th- this movie is kind of like, kind of light on plot but it also kind of has a mm. lot it's weird uh so like uh so so like uh uh like he gets attacked by the space uh by the space <laughs> by the sea louse <laughs> not and, yet uh, not yet not yet <laughs> he gets attacked by the sea louse and uh uh the other guy that was like the one young guy in the ship he 
Uh, he survived, and he, like, like finishes off the louse or whatever and saves them both. And then they uh, journey back to land, uh, get get the survivors some help, and, uh, 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 you know. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, there's like just just some establishing scenes of like the reporter kind of getting to getting uh you know just establishing like his his situation and stuff and then uh you meet like the scientist uh and uh I love I love whenever they like go back and they they meet with the survivor and they like <laughs> I don't know why I internalized it like this in my head mm-hmm. but like <laughs> my joke is they gave him like an issue of Fangoria and we're like check this out and it's like just like pictures of Godzilla the old, like the 1954 movie and it's like oh yeah sick yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, this movie that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's something like that brought me a lot of joy and mm-hmm. it also made me realize okay so this movie is like that's what it's a sequel to it's yeah. not trying to be a soft sequel to the rest of the Godzilla movies yeah it's, it's like the Halloween sequels just, yes <laughs> Like how, like some of them are a sequel to Halloween Two, but then the, like the recent ones are like, oh no, we're ignoring that one. Yeah, and it's, it's only just Halloween a sequel one. To, yeah, yeah. So the sequel to Halloween is Halloween, and uh, the, <laughs> then the <laughs> right. sequel to that is Halloween Kills, and then whatever else. Yeah. This is another one that's coming out. Halloween ends, uh, which uh, oh, good. Uh, doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, doubtful. We'll see. Uh, uh, fucking, sorry, Cody. Yeah, 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 Sorry, Cody. Shouts out. Um, uh, I hope you. I hope you like the Rob Zombie Monsters movie that looks like ass. So <laughs> that <laughs> looks like total shit. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a fucking. Porn like parody? Like a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a porn parody. It looks like a YouTube video. Like, it yeah, looks yeah. like... College humors, Rob like Zombies, fucking... <laughs> the monsters. <laughs> and it like, looks like Reviewtopia or, like, right, fucking right, yeah. something like that. It's you know? Red Letter Media's The Monsters. <laughs> and it's Space Cop. Fucking... <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, so, uh, uh, yeah, so, so, this guy, he reads Fangoria for a minute and, uh, yeah, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, That's sick. Great. Yeah, Godzilla. And then, uh, yeah, so, so, so they pretty much set up, like, uh, uh, Godzilla, I guess, like, he, like, after the first movie, like, he, uh, like, he died, and then I guess he's, he was in this, like, uh, volcano, or, like, under this, like, island and everything, kind of regenerated, uh, uh, and, uh, (laughs) the, the movie just kind of happens, y'all, y'all, you kind of, like, uh, uh, switch over to, like, this different perspective with the, the Prime Minister, uh, Mm -hmm. who, like, initially has this like uh uh insanely like selfish position of like okay we need to hide the godzilla stuff like not let anybody know that godzilla's back uh because uh i'm i'm almost uh i'm almost done with my term as prime minister and i really don't want anything bad to happen while i'm while i'm prime minister Mm -hmm. and uh and then eventually like it obviously gets like it's uh too big to ignore but uh uh they have like uh, it, it kind of turns into a to a, a national incident because uh, the Soviet submarine, uh, Cold War is happening by the way. It's the eighties. Uh, the Soviet submarine mm. is just kind of chilling out <laughs> under underwater uh, as as submarines do, and uh, uh, they get uh, destroyed by Godzilla. There's like kind of a cool like tense like moment of them like 
like trying to figure out what's approaching them and if it's America or not. And it's just like, uh, what's going on and everything. And they're like, what is it? Some type of whale. And I'm just like, okay, well, are they going to ask if it's a gorilla next? Like what's <laughs> like, like, it's like, like, like they're almost there. They're almost there to like yeah, yeah. getting the name, but, but, uh, uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah. Then they just get, they get got by, by Godzilla and, uh, the movie, it, uh, Mm. it's like weird because the movie does like a really good job of keeping godzilla secret or, or, or keeping godzilla away from you as the viewer and stuff and then you get these like cool little like photos with like the thermal you know like uh uh filter and stuff where it's like oh man there's like there's like a it's like in the shape of godzilla and then like there's a crt that's like analyzing some stuff in like the scientists like the house mm. or whatever and this is like a godzilla thing but you don't actually see godzilla but then whenever you get the scene like 30 minutes in when he finally shows up he mm. just kind of like walks on to land yeah and then a guy <laughs> and then a guy is kind of like oh and, and 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 like falls over there is a cool special effect where the ground cracks that is that does look really yeah, good yeah. and so but 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 the, the, the me, moment like... is weird it's like nowhere near the like peeking over the hill thing it's just like a pan yeah. up of like oh yeah th- there he is and it's like you didn't have anything cool planned like you didn't yeah. have like a a crazy moment it, it, it was weird yeah, it, kind of, it really it's... fell flat yeah the because in the first movie like there is a sort of casualness yeah to them revealing him in broad daylight right it, it's but, super it's super like uh it's super matter of fact it's kind of callous the way that they just yeah. throw him in there and it's like fuck like there but he there's is. something like disturbing about that as i've talked about like yeah. we we're talking about that in the camera the first gamer movie right like there's just something like wrong about yeah. seeing like these monsters in like natural environments yeah you're not in a like a city set or whatever but like in like a mountainside or like in a forest mm-hmm. or whatever in like broad daylight and just like s- seeing that like relatively close to where you are yeah and then like that's like terrifying the idea of like oh god <laughs> there's like this life-threatening thing just over the hill mm-hmm. uh whereas like yeah like the it's Almost like a fucking Looney Tunes joke where, like, the guy, like, bumps into the leg and then, like, looks up, you know, yeah. and then, like, there's the whole, there's the pan shot upwards of, it's like this absurdly long pan shot up of, you know, this painted cell of Godzilla, and I like, I'm just imagining in my head this, like, Looney Tunes version of this scene, and it's almost identical to what the actual scene was. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. just like it's just kind of goofy and in a lot of ways like yeah there's just like uh amateurishness uh to like the cinematography in general i think it's because of like both the fact that the guy didn't really have any like like full-on director experience you know mm-hmm. he's just like an assistant yeah. for the most part and also like maybe being like spread too thin with uh yeah uh you know doing both this and sayonara jupiter that like maybe he didn't have enough time to like put the the effort necessary to fully like you know look through these shots and decide like okay which is which is good which is like yeah. maybe we should redo this one things like that there are know. some there are some like weird like zoom ins that don't feel totally like thematically appropriate or like stylish yeah. or anything There's, it's just some really weird stuff uh, that's yeah, just like kind I said, of it random reminds me of, like, yeah like toe like common rider or like <laughs> right fucking space sheriff or whatever like yeah stuff like that where it's like there's like a fun 
You know, I won't like criticize those too heavily, but like it's it, it feels so like cheap compared to like the stuff that like Super Raya would be doing at the time, uh, and especially like Toho movies. Uh, yeah. And like so, like seeing some of those weird techniques from like '80s Sentai in this movie that is supposed to be like the beginning of a new era in a lot of ways is just like so weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's so and it's so like disarming in a lot of ways but i do think like the special effects are pretty good for the most part like the like the city destruction is good there's like a a lot of great scenes like seeing actual explosions is always always better than cgi fire you know so i loved those gamer movies the last four that we watched but like it depressed me every single time i saw cgi fire not real fire yeah. So like seeing like these explosions and everything, especially when when like Super X, which we'll get to, uh, is like fighting with Godzilla, like and the just like immense explosions and like all the smoke and like all that coming off of it, it like really does feel like it's physical things interacting with each other. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. The, you know, uh... like, that stuff is really great. Yeah. Yeah. My name's Jonathan Dunn, host of the O3C podcast. Every week I'm joined by my two best gaming buddies, Chris and Minty, and we talk about the games we're playing, the games we love, and how they rank alongside our sacrosanct top 100 favourite video games of all time lists. Deep dives into gaming mechanics, history and lore abound, all topped off with lashings of irreverent wry British wit, witterings and wisdom. For details on the show and more, head to o3c.games and tune in every Monday on the HyperX Podcast Network. What's that? Majestically cresting the horizon as it makes its way into port. Why, it's the brand new HyperX Armada monitors, mounts, and arms. Both the HyperX Armada 25 and 27 gaming monitors come bundled with a sturdy HyperX Armada mount and arm. If you need every split second of advantage when gaming, the Full HD Armada 25 and its 240Hz refresh rate are for you. If you like to soak in the graphical majesty of your gaming, you'll be eyeing the Quad HD Armada 27 with an 165Hz refresh rate. Set sale for HyperX.com or Amazon.com to start making your display Armada. Hello, my name's Jonathan Dunn, host of the O3C podcast. Every week I'm joined by my two best gaming buddies, Chris and Minty, and we talk about the games we're playing, the games we love, and how they rank alongside our sacrosanct top 100 favourite video games of all time lists. Deep dives into gaming mechanics, history and lore abound, all topped off with lashings of irreverent wry British wit, witterings and wisdom. For details on the show and more, head to o3c.games and tune in every Monday on the HyperX Podcast Network. 
The Hardcore Gaming 101 podcast is on a mission to rank the top games of all time. I like the idea that when Bruce Wayne gets angry, he switches to the Batman voice. Why do you have such a problem making Boomerang shaped like a bat? You mean Jerk. like Batman? Not like Batman, just make it for me! Bruce Wayne, I can't even with this guy. It's a Herculean task, and I'd be lying if I said it hasn't taken a toll on our cognitive faculties. Most people would be happy to have a job during a global pandemic. <laughs> Dennis. Hardcore Gaming 101, twice a week, every week, right here on the HyperX Podcast Network. But uh, uh, I think it was around this point, whenever uh, the government stuff uh, started becoming more of a focus, where they have like uh, Russian and American like uh, officials mm -hmm. like come in and they're like, "We need to nuke. We need to, yep. you know." And, and then, classic, and then, classic Godzilla. Uh, like, right. I, I'm surprised that Shiro Honda wasn't on this because it's right. just like the scene from one of his movies where like yeah. all the world gets together and they complain about having to work together but then eventually they work together but like yeah i guess that part doesn't happen the americans and russians are just always like man fuck you yeah right <laughs> but it is more realistic but, but yeah like, that is yeah that is a lot more realistic and then like i like there's something like i don't know if i like this or like i just think it's an interesting choice to have like the resolution of that scene happen after that scene Oh, yeah, the yeah, scene ends, yeah. and then the prime minister like comes, and, and then they're like, "So how did you solve that problem?" And then he's like, "Oh, I just told them what it, what would it, what would happen if like Godzilla was in Moscow, or what if Godzilla right. was in Washington? Would you be so willing to nuke him there?" Yeah, and then they agreed with me. Yeah, I'm like oh, I would have liked to see this. Yeah, I <laughs> I kind of like that decision because like he has this yeah. sort of like pissed off tone. Where like he gets mm -hmm. to talk to somebody yeah, I, that's on his I level, yeah. and he's just like he's just pissed that he even had to talk about that. But like, uh, but hmm, it was like around this point where I'm like, man, where I felt my disconnect from the movie because I was like, man, I love shit like this in other movies. I love shit like this in uh, Gamera Two. I love shit like this in uh, in Shin Godzilla. It even kind of has like. Uh, I even kind of noticed, like, like there's a lot of text on the screen in this movie with, like, mm -hmm. like ev almost every named character is, like, introduced with a big text boxing or whatever. So I was just like, oh, that's kind of like a, like a, shit, like, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of how Shin Godzilla had, like, a ton of text all over that movie. But, yeah. uh, but, but I was like, but man, this, uh, this is dry. Like, this movie is just really dry. Uh, yeah. In a way I, that, I think, like, I, I wouldn't mm. call these other ones, even though they technically, like, they are drier than some of these other movies and stuff that I also really like. But this one just, like, really screams to me. Like, it's dry. Like, there's not a lot of mm -hmm. personality. It feels very, like, utilitarian in how it's filming things. And then, like, the plot is, like, fine. Like, like I, like, I agree with, with a lot of the stuff they're doing. 
but I'm just not crazy about how they're doing it and stuff like that. Like I, I appreciate the plot choices in uh, uh, having, you know, in ha having him be like nod sagely. We will not use the nukes though and stuff. And they're just like, mm -hmm. oh fuck, you know, we're owned and stuff. And it's just like, you know, like, like I agree with that. And so it's just like, it, like the way this movie did that though, like it's it, like, it's kind of unconvincing and stuff yeah. like not that i need to be convinced you know but like it's just i don't know it's weird it's like like i'm not super like invested in it or in the conflicts uh, yeah and like yeah. there's a couple like i feel like real missed opportunities mm -hmm. like there, it wouldn't be like super original but having america and russia help to yeah. make super x would have been like a pretty good right to at least like nice do bow. that yeah right to put on there as well as the um i feel like a lot of the shots of the destruction uh like looked visually really good but like whenever they showed the the people panicking it was always like there was this kind of disconnect from it yeah. where like you know it's so horrific in the first movie uh and right. like the whole like if you want to capture that to me like that and Shin Godzilla, they, like, have the destruction happen in, like, the second act of the movie. Yeah. And then the third act is, like, the aftermath and the, like, we cannot let this go any further. Right. We have to stop Godzilla, you know, by, like, whatever means we have. Yeah. So, like, you know, in the second act of Shin, you have him do, like, the atomic breath. And that's, like, there's this, like, opera song playing as he's just, like... <laughs> destroying this entire section yeah. of Japan and like shooting lasers out of his back. I mean, it's the most awesome thing you've ever seen in your life. But like right. and in the first movie, like yeah. you, you have like him just like rampaging uh, and then like destroying like this big, like downtown section. And then like you, you have all those like iconic scenes, like the news reporter, like, you know, giving his last dues as Godzilla's approaching and the mother, like, holding her children and everything. And then, like, after that, you have, like, some discussion and then you have Sarazawa, like, seeing on the news firsthand how horrible everything is with, like, the choir of children singing. Yeah. And, like, that just, like, solidifies in your head that, like, this can't go on any longer. You know, that this destruction needs to stop. I never really felt that way. Yeah. <laughs> about, like, I never got a significant idea of how much destruction was happening until, like, near the end of the movie when there's, like, the nuclear bomb threat. And, like, okay, I can, like, imagine how da dangerous it is that a nuke is about to drop in the middle of Shinjuku. You know? Yeah. A yeah. highly populated area, especially in the 80s, you know? Like... Right. Though, compared to like fifty four or whatever, like yeah, when the first yeah. movie came out, yeah. Though like, yeah. Uh, uh, it kind of, it kind of dawned on me as the movie like was ending, that like, uh, nothing. I, I think part of the reason why you never get like that tension or you never get that like full devastation and stuff is that like nothing ever really goes that wrong. Like the yeah. mo the mo the thing that goes the most wrong is that that Russian ship, like, gets fucked up, and then, like, Godzilla fucking, like, atomic yeah, breaths that... that entire thing, and it goes silent, and that's a cool scene. But, like, 
that guy, like, he accidentally launches off the nuke, but they they intercept it. Like, nothing... Like, not that I'm, not yeah. that I'm saying that the nuke should have That's... fucking destroyed Shinjuku. <laughs> but, but, like, I, I think, like, you, you don't get that happen. And then after... Uh, this is kind of skipping to, like, there's not that much, like, in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, like, like you, you get that stopped, which is good. But then, like, like, no one really dies or sacrifices or anything. And then, like, mm-hmm. everything that the Prime Minister does, like, works out. And it's, like, cool and stuff. And it's, like, uh, uh, it's, like, uh... There's that. This is something we'll get into at the end of the season. But there's, there's, there was a sort of kind of, uh, and I don't really want to get into it in terms of Shin Godzilla. But uh, I remember there being a bit of discourse about like, is Shin Godzilla like nationalist in any way, right? And stuff. But I feel like, if like, I feel like if if you saw that in Shin Godzilla, you have to kind of definitely see it here because mm-hmm. <laughs> because the prime minister is is ever wise and 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 like nothing that like none of his decisions backfire and like whereas like shin godzilla is like sewn throughout the whole movie with this like satire about how fucking ineffectual the uh the bureaucracy of japanese government is and it's just like they just fuck up constantly right until the end and stuff but with this, there's, like, no real considerable fuck-ups. Everything just kind of works out. And, like, yeah, Godzilla fucks up a city for a little while. He he he, he breaks their toy. He breaks their, like, big <laughs> weapon, which is, like... The, the fucking... The weapon being just, like, the, the, the fucking... The weird, like like cluster ship thing from like time ranger that's kind of cool like 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 mm-hmm. i thought it was neat <laughs> and stuff but like but but it's like like yeah like it kind of just like breaks down after he after godzilla breaths it a little bit and stuff and he like falls over into a building like i thought you know like it might have been interesting if like after the nuke blew up like like blew up or whatever like he supercharges and then like does more damage but he kind of doesn't he just walks away <laughs> and stuff and it's like yeah it's weird. Like, like nothing yeah, yeah. goes that wrong. So it's like that. There's just you're not you're like not really feeling anything for the for the last like you know like except for like a little bit of like ooh I hope that nuke doesn't hit and stuff. But like again, mm-hmm. it, it like works out. So I don't know. Just it all just really falls emotionally flat, and. It, yeah. It's like, yeah, it just doesn't work. <laughs> Even if like, I, I like a lot of the look of the movie, and I love the soundtrack. The soundtrack is great and moody and fun. E- even if it does feel a little TV, like I like it. Uh, but like, yeah. So there's I, a I lot going for it, but I just fuck. Yeah, I don't know. This is our the end of this review is just going to be us like, you know, <laughs> playing you know Monday morning quarterback. Uh, but like, right. I'll just say that, like, I think, seriously, that, like, it should have been all three of the nations working together mm-hmm. to make Super X, and the Super X should be a, should have been piloted by a Japanese soldier, American soldier, Russian soldier. And then, like, they have to sacrifice themselves to stop the nuke. You know, they're right. like, okay, we can either, like, keep fighting Godzilla here yeah, with, like, this super weapon that will, like, take him out, or... We can use the only thing that we can that can, like, go into the atmosphere and, like, stop the nuke yeah, at a point right. where, like, it wouldn't damage the ground below. 
and like you know because there's not enough time for japan to launch a missile there's not you know whatever like but then like you know america is just like oh yeah we we got it it's just kind of like solved too cleanly i think that there should have been that sacrifice because there was in like the ultimate weapon to beat godzilla the first time with the oxygen destroyer right like sarazawa intentionally like cuts the line yeah. on his like scuba diving gear because he's like I need to die with this thing cuz people it, are going to be yeah. like looking at trying to get me to recreate it and it would cause like complete devastation yeah. to you know the entire world if yeah. that were the case so I need to die with it I need to sacrifice myself for the greater good he saw firsthand the destruction that was being wrought because he was wringing his hands you know that like he felt like yeah reasonably he was in the rock and a hard in between a rock and a hard place with like, do I create and like show off this devastating weapon that can kill Godzilla or do I just keep doing nothing and let this get worse? Yeah. And you know, he took the only, the third option, the only thing that he could think of and it's tragic, but it's like, that's good sci-fi. It's thematically Uh, like appropriate. It just totally like it ties it together uh, yeah. The movie would not be the same if that mm-hmm. didn't happen and, like, just put it all together and totally, like, I don't know, just and wrap it, up the themes so perfectly. Yeah. I think, like, there is that, there is, like, a bit of disconnect due to time and due to, like, you know, maybe, like, younger tastes taking over. Because, like, they wanted it to be a throwback, but, like, I think the reliance on, like, the military and the government is kind of something that you didn't see uh, in, like, the very first Godzilla movie because, like, they really didn't like the government because of everything that just happened to them, (laughs) you know? And, like, the movie had, like, you know, Godzilla... Like, it was the most, like, on-the-nose possible, you know? He destroys the Diet Building. He destroys the the place that, like, sent all of their children to war, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He, like... like, the, the characters are, like these outcast scientists, you know, you have Sarazawa, who's like this, you know, this person who's like, has, uh, you know, this disability because of the war and like, he's doing this work and like, he's this outcast, like weirdo scientist. And then you have, you know, like the father of his wife or his uh, fiance, who is like a anthropologist who just wants to like, or not an anthropologist, but like an animal, animal guy who wants to like study Godzilla, you know, whereas like everyone's like, this is a fucking beast. He needs to be taken care of. But like, he sees him as just like any other animal. And like when they were introducing that stuff in this movie, I was like, cool. All right. I like this. I like it when they take Kaiju from the perspective of like, they, they don't want to be here as much as you don't want them to be there, you know? Right. Like, they're just, like, a bear that's accidentally in the fucking park. Yeah. You know, and you gotta get it out of there. <laughs> like, that, to me, like, that's interesting because it, like, you know, when it gets to the point where you need to kill the bear, that's sad because, like, the bear meant no harm. It's just following its nose, you know? Yeah. And it just, like, went where it shouldn't have. But, like, we designed this zone of where it shouldn't be you know so it's like our fault that we had to do this and like again all those ingredients are there but like it's not nothing interesting (laughs) is done with them and like they don't like really take it that far uh and like like yeah the destruction is just kind of like kind of falls flat 
there's like a couple pretty tense moments and a couple like memorable moments I can think of, but like they kind of undercut it with like the the like dude that like goes into the restaurant to like steal a bunch of stuff, yeah, and he's just like making jokes at Godzilla, right, and, and calling him a wise guy and a big dumb, and it's like. Yeah. All right, that's fine in like any other movie, but I feel like again, thanks to the the severe lack of stakes, it feels like this movie has, uh, like stuff like that just like really undercuts it. Yeah. Uh, and also, I don't so. know that, that that bit like maybe maybe I was just put in a sour mood or something, but like that bit also kind of rubbed me the wrong way of just like, uh, it was like oh, it's just like visibly pretty poor guy like looting and stuff and then like oh he gets his come up and or whatever like you know uh-huh. and, and he trips over and falls and i guess you assume he died again like nothing nothing no, they don't even do that you know they don't even like yeah have I mean, godzilla the... like brutally kill that guy you know like it would have yeah he yeah he helps the two people like get down from the yeah. building and then like like so i feel like that's like okay that's his redemption sure right uh but like yeah, no, like, by the time it got to the climax, I was just, like, I was kind of, like, all right, you know. Yeah, I just kind of checked out. Let's get it like get that. it over with. Just, right. like, get this over, you know. So, again, not – before we close things out, I, I, will, I guess we should discuss this monster. Uh, he looks so good. We, like, yeah. generally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it's surprising how – like, because we've been watching these movies and I've been trying to pay close attention to, like, the changes in the suits mm-hmm. and, like, just how they change. And, you know, they're kind of, like, changes are made from movie to movie. Sometimes yeah. they use the same suit for multiple movies. This one really does. It's interesting that it does look quite a bit different from what we got at, like, by the end of the Showa era. But, like, it still looks, like, really similar in a lot of ways. Uh, and yeah. I think it is just because, like... They still are using, like, maybe uh, these outdated film tactics and everything uh, that, like, even though the suit is a newer suit, it, like, the movie just looks like a fucking 70s movie, you know? Like, it doesn't really look like an 80s movie. That's another thing is that, like, think about how, like, goopy, uh, you know, Alien and Invasion of the Body Snatchers and The Thing are especially the thing yeah right and like this is like such a, a bloodless movie that the the most like horror we get is at the very beginning with the louse like the sea lice <laughs> right and like yeah. so that it, it's you know that's like a minor complaint but like i think it kind of shows uh but yeah i don't know like godzilla he looks good the super x doesn't look too cool in my opinion just looks like a big like chrome fucking thing yeah it's Uh, like uh uh like it kind of bothers me that like godzilla just kind of like shoots at it and stuff he doesn't like even like grab it or anything like there's not really a physicality to any of the monster action too much outside of like yeah him falling into that building a little bit yeah i'll say that like i said before like the like shots being fired at godzilla and like the fucking explosions and stuff like that's you know like it's cool to see that uh, I like Godzilla like hot boxing in the nuclear reactor. Like that's good. <laughs> right. Uh, and you know, I don't know. It seems like we're being really negative towards this movie, but I really don't think it's like that bad. Like I think it's like a pretty good movie. It's just like not super engaging. 
It yeah. kind of reminds me of like versus well, Gamera versus Barugan, where it's like you know they're doing all of the they're checking all the check marks, but they're not really like hitting upon anything like cerebral or whatever you know they're, yeah. they're just not like getting to any like inherent truth about humanity and like you said the like it's just bizarre like on one hand you know it's cool to have the prime minister not suck uh and like be like a, a cool guy right but on the other hand it can feel like you know japan like sucking themselves off especially like in the 80s when they were like be- they've become this like global superpower uh, where you know right, they're, they're like, rich now. They have a, yeah, yeah, they have this ungodly amount of money and influence on like all aspects of the world. Right, <laughs> they're just like, oh, America and Russia; those are guys are fucking idiots that are always trying to kill each other, and we are these wise pacifists that shall not intervene. Anyway, check out our new super weapon that we made by ourselves. Uh, that we're going to use to right, yeah, defeat Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, our our badass hover tank. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and so, like, this one I had never seen. Uh, I guess I should have talked about that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Me earlier. neither. But, Me uh, neither. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I had never seen this one. I'd seen all the other uh, Heisei Godzilla movies. Yeah. Um, It's been a really long time since I've seen most of them. So, right. uh, it'll be kind of like watching it with fresh eyes from right. this point forward. But, like, so I feel like. I can at least say that, like, the the next movie, like, is a huge improvement. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I think that this isn't wasted potential. It's, like, potential that hasn't been met yet, but will be met, you know, with right, the next yeah, movie. Right, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. Uh, the series goes on, and, you know, like, maybe there'll be ups and downs, but I feel like it's, like, a totally fine start, uh, but, like, not the like explosive start that it could have been yeah. yet apparently it was good enough to resurrect the series i mean it was the most successful movie since like you know ebira horror of the deep which is like 68 or something like that so <laughs> that's yeah, like that's pretty insane yeah that, that's like a while before this so yeah. uh oh yeah i don't know it, it's like uh, I just feel disappointed right now. <laughs> like yeah. talking about it more and delving into the problem. Like it's like it's it's not the worst thing. It's like fine, but it's also like kind of bad. And so like I, I like I feel like with none of the, like I don't I don't know if I felt like with any of the other with, with any of the other Showa Godzilla movies. And so like there there's some of the Showa like other movies that are like Jesus. But uh, yeah, uh yeah. but none of the other Showa Godzilla movies have I felt like the 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 like problems with the story scream out at me so much and stuff like it really just feels like they just did not focus as hard on that stuff like like with the other stuff in the showa era that like we kind of ranked lowly uh it was kind of more because they were like retreads of like 40 other like alien movies that honda had done Uh and stuff you (laughs) know like it was all the mysterians all the way down baby and stuff but like Mm -hmm. uh but but with this it, it just feels like like there's this like a lot of weird like script problems and stuff and like a of like a real deflated sense of conflict or uh, over like pretty much of anything and stuff and it's kind of just like really like 
uh, like playing on this uh this like spectacle of like we have godzilla again and like man that miniature like city though that they have them stomping around in uh and stuff especially with the uh the like uh the 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 fucking super x or whatever like that is one of the best miniature sets i've seen probably mm. like it like oh yeah the, the, the amount of I mean, detail the... is insane uh, yeah and the skyscrapers are like big yeah and huge. Like, like i said like yeah. the cybot like 16 feet that's yeah. that's really big yeah that's <laughs> that is that is insanely huge yeah that, uh it reminds me of the um in uh kubo and the two strings Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movie that Travis Knight stole from another guy and then said he made it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the other guy's name is Shannon Tindall. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, but the the at a point in that movie, there's like a gig- like a Gasha Dokoro, the giant skeleton yeah. yokai, and right. like that that fucking puppet for it is like they had to use like cranes and shit to like manipulate it. Yeah, because it's like. 18 feet taller so it's like absurdly huge yeah uh like how they did it they didn't like use green screen they act like it was actually to scale with the like characters yeah right uh, so it was it's like you know the, like it kind of reminds me of that where like th- this attention there's like a lot of money spent and a lot of attention to detail in like m- a lot of places but then like there's weird camera. It just feels so amateurish in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like story wise, yeah. character wise, uh, some like camera work, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, and then like the ending, just kind of like, okay, it's like the ending of Rodan. You know, like it just ends. Right. Kind of like <laughs> in this very like typical way, where like a monster falls into the lava and they die. You know, where it's like. Oh, we've seen that in like Frankenstein versus Baragon. We've seen that, you know, War yeah. of the Gargantuas or whatever. And those are like unassailable masterpieces. Uh, and like, this is just like, you know, kind of the definition of like a three out of five, in my opinion. Yeah. You know? Like, this yeah. is like the completely like, it isn't real. It's like doing just enough work to like pass, but not enough to like go above and beyond yeah uh so yeah i i'm 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 unfortunately not crazy about it weird start to our third season but yeah. hey baby it's <laughs> hey, up, we had only fun up, talking only up about from it. here uh uh yeah uh until we go ho- horrible horribly catastrophically downhill and stuff because we hit our 150 dollar goal but we'll get to that yeah so, but but, uh, yeah. but, well, but well, after yeah. we i mean <laughs> so after after destroy yeah we'll do Oh wait, no. There's the three Mothra movies. Yes. Then after the three Mothra movies is uh, the TriStar Godzilla. Uh-huh. So that'll be our first uh, deep dive into Dookie. Uh, so yeah. that'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about the series going forward. We're not going to be just doing all Godzilla. Like I said, we'll be doing like Mothra. Yeah. As well, uh, as well as like some other odds and ends that we deem worthy. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we have some weird ones we picked out that we're just like, we got to yeah. talk about that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, it'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm but, super stoked. We're finally here. It feels like we've been waiting on doing this for so long. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's good that we got like a negative one out. Cause like, I feel like we've been, we've had it too good. for too <laughs> We long, have had it you know? way too good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we had And like, I feel like we could come off as like Godzilla fanboys. So like if we didn't if we just like this movie is awesome because it's dark or whatever like it's not even that dark. No. Uh, 
Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm glad that we we gave an honest review of it. Yeah. And, like, didn't try to sugarcoat anything. No, yeah. I genuinely don't think it's a bad movie, but, like, I just... It's one of those movies that, it, like, I'll probably never want to rewatch again unless, like, I'm doing <laughs> right. one of these types of, uh, like, yeah. whole series viewing. Right. Whereas, like, there are other movies, like, you know, Mothra versus Godzilla or Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster or War of the Gargantuas or whatever, like, that I'll, like, always go back to. Yeah. And just, like, watch, like, without the context of the rest of the series. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, also, uh, uh, I gotta, we gotta shout out here. Because uh, it's been a while since we've had to shout this out because we've had it so good with those arrow box sets and stuff. Uh, shouts, shouts out to the internet archive uh, for uh, mm-hmm. for hooking us up with this one. Uh, I hope yep. I hope that fucking uh, low down dirty rat bastard uh, uh, Chuck Wendig doesn't ruin everything. <laughs> um, but <laughs> is he still trying to fucking destroy? Yeah, yeah, like like like, like there's like a lawsuit like still going now again and, like because like, yeah. remember like when we first started uh-huh. he was doing he was yeah. fucking doing this yeah yeah two same years. guy mm-hmm. fucking doing this shit yeah. why does he have such a boner against uh because y- oh man you know what really fucking pisses me yeah, off but, but is when i see people <laughs> on twitter yeah. that are like if you dare try to compare the internet archive to a library then get the fuck away from me you have no respect for creators like go fuck yourself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. are you fucking kidding me yeah. are you like definitely what are you suck talking my balls. about yeah yeah right yeah <laughs> like like no it's it's like uh uh <laughs> yeah no Ch- chuck wendig uh cares about it a lot because he writes uh star wars ya novels and those are like oh. those those Ooh. are the those are the least important uh forms of literature maybe ever <laughs> conceived uh uh and like and, you know like 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 chuck tingle has like more of like a say on like <laughs> on literature than he does and everything. And those are like the most privatable books of all time. So I think he has like yeah. a vested stake in this, but, uh, yeah, uh, no, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm wishing him a very happy, get the fuck over it. And, uh, uh, <laughs> and, on, and move on. And, uh, that the internet archive actually, uh, slaps and rules. And, yeah. uh, you, you know what I did? These, these things should recently. be accessible. Yeah. Uh, Wikipedia was asking for donations and I did donate to them. And oh, I decided to donate to them every month because I'm a fan of free information. Yes. Okay. So yes. Wikipedia, very important website to me uh, and like should be to everybody yeah. because it's just like such a good jumping off point for like any deep dive into like history that you can do. Yeah. You know, like film history, game history, history, history. Yeah. You know, it's just like such a, a good way to begin your search with that. Uh, so like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll always give money to that and archive, of course, yeah. huge help. I use the Kraken Blu-ray right. uh, to watch mm-hmm. this movie. Uh, I have no idea what's going on with Kraken, if they're still around. What's Kraken all I know, with Kraken? Yeah. All, all I know is that their release of the first Garo Blu-ray is like, doesn't exist anymore. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and I didn't know this until recently when Wayne brought this up. Yeah. And then I, I, I tried looking it up on the internet. There is no listing of it anywhere. Not yeah, even on right. eBay. Like, not well, even on, like, these other websites. Like, there's no listing of the first Gara Blu-ray. I have it. So. Yeah. Well, uh, but, uh, that means time to go back to uh, unspecified uh, anime torrent tracker and uh, yeah. uh, uh, find the Gomen Rider subs of, uh, mm-hmm. of, of Garo again. 
Um, yeah, may, may, one maybe related to the sound an animal may make. <laughs> right. M- one one that may have been fucking uh, name-dropped in the fucking resident goddamn evil Netflix show, you motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, I need to stop being Thankfully, angry. they mispronounced it. Uh, so <laughs> right, right. Maybe nobody, maybe the government won't figure it <laughs> the out. The CIA agents, uh, like, shook them yeah. off their tail. Um, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to bring up, because, like, uh, before I settled on our Internet Archive, uh, uh, I, I thought... Uh, because uh, I don't have money right now, and uh, mm-hmm. I needed to watch this for the podcast. I was like, let me just find if there's like some batch torrent or something. And uh, I found this uh, thread on the Godzilla wiki. Uh, um, oh boy! And it was just this guy. It was like it was like a picture from one of the Heisei. It's like a really blurry, low res picture of one of the Heisei mm-hmm. Godzilla movies. Uh, this was posted in uh, uh, October, uh, sorry, August second, twenty eighteen, by Godzilla eleven dash o three dash fifty four, and it says, uh, "Anyone know where to download free Godzilla movies? I want to watch them, but I don't want to buy them." Reasonable, <laughs> reasonable request. So, and then uh, a user by the name of Roar 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 Two. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, who's, oh who's, uh, <laughs> who's, whose profile picture is just, uh, like a cartoon Godzilla with sunglasses on, uh, yeah. uh, it all caps call the FBI on this guy now. Um, <laughs> and then, and then the original poster said, okay, you can stop now. Uh, and then Roar 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 2 comes back. No, seriously, I'm pretty sure what he said was illegal. Like, he's not talking yeah. to the guy that was just posting that original. <laughs> Saying it, yeah. yeah. And then original poster says, uh, oh, yeah, but you don't know him. Like, he isn't the guy. <laughs> but what? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, but you don't know him. You shouldn't call the cops on the guy or anything. Uh, yeah, but you don't know his situation or anything. Uh, yeah, and then, of course. And then the last post that I wanted to point out was <laughs> Roar 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 2 saying, pretty sure piracy is illegal no matter what the hell is happening to you. <laughs> that reminds, like, the way that that phrase reminds me of the, like, there's, like, a, a, a deep fried image, like, a really crappy, <laughs> like, Facebook image of, uh-huh. like, a, a, a lion like roaring at like a male lion <laughs> right and it says like woman is wife is wife no matter who the hell are you <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's what that reminds me of yeah uh so you know um uh guys piracy isn't that bad it's fine <laughs> no it's totally fine. it's actually really cool and you should keep doing it's actually, it so. uh uh if you're if you're a young copyright law is fucking <laughs> stupid so if, if you're a young one uh listening to this podcast uh first off uh, uh maybe get a vpn but uh, uh you should you should That's true. uh you should train yourself in the arts of torrenting because uh uh it'll be good for you um because as it is now, media isn't going to be yours or accessible forever, and uh, you need to make sure it is accessible forever. So, uh, mm. uh, make sure you know how to, you know, uh, uh, get things if you need them, if you Ooh. want them, uh, or if you want to sure. uh, preserve art in any way. Uh, I mm. love this tangent. This is a good tangent we went on. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Especially because like a lot of my experience with these movies is like Biolante. I had to pirate. Like yeah. that's. That's how I had to watch it. I'll talk about that next episode. But like, and there's no easy know. option for all of these Heisei movies. Like, there's not like a collection. Uh, no, like, yeah, like, yeah. There, there's like old DVDs. Yeah, from like Sony Pictures or whatever. 
that are like two in one DVDs. And there's one that's like Godzilla versus King Ghidorah and Godzilla versus Mothra. Right. And then one that's Godzilla versus Space Godzilla and then Godzilla versus Destroya. But like then there's like a single DVD for Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla two. Okay. And then and then Biolante didn't get like a re- a release until like very recently, uh, mm-hmm. when it got released on Blu-ray. And same thing with Godzilla eighty four, which you know I have the Kraken version of that. I'll probably have to get. I mean, I don't have to. I can pirate it, but like I probably will get the like Blu-ray of uh, Biolante just so I can easily watch it on my TV and not have to hook up my laptop because I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like you know. Which is kind of defeating the point of what I was saying, but like if you're if you have no issue with just watching stuff on your computer or on your phone or whatever, right. I see no reason not to pirate. I mean, hey, friend of the show, Alex, if you're listening to this, I watched all of book two of Infinity <laughs> Train on my phone at work via Mega Upload. So right, yeah, that's how I watched that. Just like very Cal's, good season. Just like Cal Scorsese wanted. Uh, exactly yeah. so uh, but yeah so uh uh should we close this out oh yeah okay why don't you uh tell them about the the goody goods that we can Ooh, get yeah. over at patreon.com yeah so patreon.com dot com lebron james uh patreon.com slash explode when defeated uh you can find a whole fucking smorgasbord of fucking uh uh bullshit uh at your mm. disposal from uh me and wyatt uh as well as some of Ooh. our friends uh we've got uh, at the one dollar tier you can access our uh, you can access episodes of this show one day early without any ads, uh, if you would like that. Uh, and you can also access uh, our uh, bi-weekly, uh, so every two weeks, um, mm-hmm. not twice every week. That's insane. Uh, <laughs> our, our, mm, our, yeah. our bi-weekly uh, off-topic show called Shit Shooters, where me and White just talk about whatever's on our mind, whatever mm-hmm. whatever topics. We shoot the shit. Yeah, we just shoot the shit. It's a good, it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, and then at the five dollar tier, we have a whole bunch of mini series and cool little like doodads. This little little podcast we wanted to do on uh, certain little topics and stuff. You can hear us talk about the Bron James on uh, our uh, <laughs> little mini series that we did on uh, weird uh, cartoon guy and live action guy movies. So we did like Space Jam, Roger Rabbit, Space Jam Two fucking looney mm-hmm. tunes back in action uh we'll probably find more of those movies and just do that and st- some more and stuff uh we've got a common writer 1971 series we've got a planet of the apes series we've got an evangelion series we've got a ton of stuff there for you and uh uh it's just you just unlock an, uh, just a total mountain of this stuff at the five dollar tier we can get all those mini series uh and if you're rich you can give us a thousand dollars if you want that'd be sick i would love that Mm -hmm. uh it would be really cool if you gave us a thousand bucks uh and uh as for me personally you can find me on twitter at anti underscore laser i'm tweeting about things i'm uh talking about my my uh my shonen jump uh polls that i'm i'm talking about all those all those comics and stuff i'm also talking about uh rpgs uh probably final fantasy 14 or, or something um mm-hmm. and uh yeah and, and i'm also on another podcast with my friend hazel uh i think at this point 
uh, it will actually be a podcast going by the name of Human Insects. So uh, uh, please uh, listen to that, <laughs> and uh, uh, there you go. and uh, it'll just be me and my friend Hazel from YouTube talking about uh, whatever the fuck. Uh, and uh, it's it's a ton. Of, it's a just just a ton of fun and a blast. And we have guests yeah. and friends come on. And uh, why? What's what's up with you? What do you do? Oh, you can find me at twittercom slash wasranger w a z p ranger. Uh, follow me there if you want some updates on videos I'm making or updates on the podcast or whatever. You know, I usually try to to retweet the podcast, get that shit going. So, you know, and I try to 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 cram to make my uh, timeline as unwelcoming as possible. You know, just like <laughs> basically is no nobody can possibly understand me yeah uh just like a bunch of garbage just like constantly being vomited out uh and like occasional hot takes for me where i'm like you know what i think that this part in dragon ball is well you know uh so (laughs) you can get all that great stuff at twitter uh but if you want to listen to scripted content for moi then you can go to it's only magic at youtube and uh, I do video essays. I do, or I guess maybe not video. I don't know. Whatever. I guess they're video essays. <laughs> I do personal retrospectives is what I call them. Uh, reviews, sort of. Videos about cartoons. Videos about web series that I enjoy. I'm um, doing a series on Adventure Time. Uh, you know, talking about it season by season. Uh, did a video on OKKO. OK I did two videos on OKKO OK now. Uh, where yeah. one is an hour long. Check that one out. That's probably the most proud of any video I, I am at the moment. And uh, I got other good stuff. Camp Laszlo, that's like a video that I've gotten a lot. I'm getting a lot of people commenting on my Tiny Toons video, oh, <laughs> which is shit. one that I just made. I just made that one like, not not like as not like half ass because I do love Tiny Toons, but like I was just like, eh, this would be like an easy video to make, like yeah, sixteen minutes, like pretty short, and my it's just like a hot take. Like I even titled it with like an intentionally like agitating name with like why Tiny Toons is better than Animaniacs, which I don't necessarily agree with, but I do spiritually agree with because I enjoy it more. Mm. Uh, though I do love Animaniacs, it's just like. I, I'll always say I'm more of a character-based comedy guy, and Tiny Toons just has better characters. Apparently, a ton of people agree with me, because uh, I keep leaving comments talking about that. And a lot of people get, like, upset at me for calling certain characters bad in Tiny Toons. Uh, th- <laughs> like, they'll say, like, what the fuck, you don't like Buster? What's going on? You know, blah, blah, blah. I don't dislike Buster, okay? I just think Babs is way better. And, uh, you know people defending furball which is like the uh like sylvester uh understudy character uh has, he sucks because he's like sylvester talks and he's like a, a conniving idiot and then he like gets owned <laughs> by a bird and that's funny whereas furball is just like a cat like literally a cat just like a cat that gets like tortured uh by Elmira and whatever anyway so check out all those videos uh <laughs> good stuff is coming um it was a lot of work to get that okko video done but uh i kind of enjoyed it it's one of those things where like 
you know, I'm assuming it's basically like being pregnant where like the entire time. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like painful and, and miserable. And then like it like right at the end, it's like really, really bad. But then as soon as you're done with it, you're like, oh, I kind of miss that. You know, like the the the, the post what is postpartum. it? Postpartum. Yeah. yeah postpartum depression i have that with like making videos right where I, like every single time i'm like i fucking hate this why am i doing this and then when i'm done i'm like i gotta make more i gotta get you done uh so <laughs> See, either way <laughs> you got baby fever <laughs> so, like yeah. uh, so that will do it for this week's episode of shin discuss all monsters why don't you all come down get out your little snips get out your pruning gear your gloves your little sun hat go into the greenhouse and join us next week as we look at the sequel to this movie and the second movie in the heisei series and that is godzilla versus biolante see you there feed me seymour (laughs) 